wanna get high, man. Let's stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It is me, Rojan Kim, here on a wonderful Monday morning, the day after Kobe Bryant died in Los Angeles. So I guess it's not, I guess I should tone it down a little. It's not so great. I guess unless you really hated Kobe and then you're like, it's a wonderful morning. I mean, it's tragic. Nine people in a helicopter died. Kobe Bryant, his daughter, you know, nobody knows who else. <laughs> well, is that guy, that baseball coach and his daughter, nine people. Only people who were like Kobe, his daughter, who's kind of like Kobe. And then I, who died? Oh no, Rick Fox. No, no, Rick Fox wasn't dead. He did. You know, this is what happens. The rumors spread at first. It was like all of his daughters were on board. Kobe Bryant was personally flying every one of his daughters on a helicopter in a crap. You know, the news is crazy. News is also crazy because it was broken by TMZ before the fucking cops could even tell the family, which is, which is, that's, I don't know, I guess in some way that's fame, right? That's fucking, that's, if you're, all right, if you die and TMZ is the one who alerts your loved ones before the authorities, you've made it. You've made it. That's why, I mean, that's the only thing I gotta say. Jesus Christ, right? If you die and the first thing people do is, threaten other people not to tell jokes that's you've made it i mean you're a hero you're a god you're a fucking you're immortal in the pantheon of men and, and women in history you know what i mean you're just you're there yeah if you you know if you die and the first thing people do is remind everybody that you were accused of rape and then everybody else comes and just starts detailing all the like the facets and nuanced evidence that was presented. <laughs> he was like, he was acquitted. There was multiple semen found and, blah, 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 and her story didn't lie. And we're like, whoa, okay. You've made it, brah. I'm just saying you've made it. And I think, you know, it's a testament to the life of Kobe Bryant. Man was 41, man. How do I make this about me? I'm 41. Oh my God. <laughs> you could die at any moment. Any of us could any moment die in a helicopter or under a helicopter. I mean, he could have crashed on somebody. Luckily, he didn't crash. They didn't. Luckily, it was just the helicopter full of people and not the helicopter full of people crashing into a house full of people. You know, no one would care about those people who died, though. Everybody like if the helicopter actually crashed on another house, nobody would care about those people that would die underneath the helicopter. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody would care about them because Kobe was in the helicopter. If Kobe wasn't in the helicopter and the helicopter crashed into a house full of people and like 20 people died, nobody would care. Nobody would be like, you better not make any helicopter jokes or you better not make any jokes about 20 people dying. All right. Cause nobody cares. Right. Cause Kobe's a hero. People love Kobe. Kobe's a basketball star. He's a hero to many children and men, men who are children and, and women and black women and men and whatever. <laughs> it's not just about race, but you can understand. You can understand. People, uh, people align themselves with who they see on screen. You know, people like to see. You know, you see somebody who looks kind of like you. Is kind of like I'm kind of up there, even though you're not, and you had nothing to do with it. But it's like I'm kind of up there too. I can feel a little bit better about myself, even though I don't. Really, but I do now because that guy kind of looks like me and did something. And I guess that's, 
I, man, I wish I, I could have that access to those feelings. I don't really feel, I wish I could see like some Asian guy on screen doing great and be like, yeah, I guess sometimes that happens in porn. <laughs> see any of those AMWF videos and they're like, yeah, good for you. <laughs> That's like me. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. All right, lots of white women in my life. Um, yeah, but uh, it's a delectable treat. All right. Um, mm, mm, mm. I've done a lot. I've you know I've gone out of my way. I've I'm not proud of the things I've done to get with white women. I've uh, I've even gone so far as to pretend I like the Dave Matthews Band. Ha! Yeah. Ha! Kobe. All right. No Kobe jokes. No Kobe jokes. Right. Fuck that. No Kobe jokes. But maybe if you hit a punchline, you could yell it. How about that? Can we do that? We got to hit a punchline. Kobe, can we do that? Can we do that in his honor? All right. Um, is it disrespectful to talk about how if he had crashed, if he had not been in the helicopter, no one would care? Is that disrespectful? Because in this instance, Kobe's not dying. Kobe's alive. Isn't that what we would rather have? A live Kobe and Gigi, let's say Kobe and Gigi are alive, helicopter crashed on top of 10 other people, 19 people dead total, none of them Kobe or Gigi. Fuck those people, right? That's <laughs> Fuck those people. That's really what it's all about. You know, some lives are more precious than others. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, it's uh, this whole idea, all life is precious. All lives are worth celebrating. All lives, no, all lives matter. No, they do not, okay? All lives don't matter. How about that? <laughs> Maybe that'll be the name. I, want, I wanted to make something more clickbaity with the word Kobe. <laughs> Kobe, maybe Kobe approves that all lives don't matter. Mm, too wordy. Kobe, all lives don't matter. All lives don't matter, Kobe. Kobe, all. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with some um, really good title for the algorithm, y'all. All right. Anyways, <clears throat> the whole thing is, you know, we say life is sacred. Oh, life is sacred. Life is not, you know, you shouldn't speak ill of the dead. All of that stuff. And that's, none of that's true. That's all just subjective hypocrisy, right? Because, listen, I'm sticking on social media just to see what happens, you know, just in case uh, Trump dies in office because that's going to be hilarious. Like the jokes. Okay, first of all, there's going to be jokes. Secondly, half of the country is going to be like, you can't joke about that. Thirdly, there's going to be people who would joke about it. Suddenly, they get all serious and go, you can't joke about that. And on the other hand, you'll have people being like, don't you dare make jokes about Kobe or do you make jokes about, you know, too soon. Those people would be the same people being like, ha, 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 Trump is dead. Trump is dead. Fuck you, Trump. Like that's, uh, so it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I mean, it's all going down in the record, right? Everything we do is on record. So what a fascinating record that'll be. I mean, I, nobody's going to really have access to it except the NSA and the CIA and the FBI and any of the authorities, if they ever want to do anything with you or get you or pin something on you, even, you know, like even if you 
let's say you didn't do anything wrong and they want to pin something on you. They could just dig something up because it's all there. So you laughing about this and that. And they, did you make this joke about the dead president? Like, did you, did you, did you do that? And then, you know, and then you can get dragged online and everybody be like, boo, even if he was a divisive figure, have some respect. He was still the president, the president of the office of the president. Still, Right. You know, it's just all, it all depends. It's all dependent on whether or not you like the person. <laughs> that's really all. That's life. Life is not sacred. You know, all life does not matter. The only lives that matter are the ones you like. Let's just be real. Right? Because look, it's tragic. This helicopter, nine people, including a sports superstar, died. You know, it's tragic. No matter what. But keep in mind, we just had a commercial airliner get shot down <laughs> by Iran. <laughs> How many people died on that thing, man? We don't even know. Hundred something? I don't know. It was a big plane. It got shot down. It was, and Iran was like, oops. And we were just like, well, at least they're not going to war. And they were just like, hmm, <laughs> I mean, that's, we don't give a fuck. I mean, I just heard that uh, a military um, helicopter in Afghanistan went down. Five people died there. These are people, you know, fighting for us, right? These are supposed to, like, the military is supposed to be sacred, you know? We're supposed to, we're supposed to hold them. In, I mean, got to justify being out there for 18 years somehow, right? Got to turn it into a religion. But even then, I don't, we don't know anything about it. They just died. That's it. They're just dead. Special? Can we make jokes about it? Sure. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody cares about a downed army helicopter. Fuck the army. <laughs> like, fuck them. Let them die. Wait, shouldn't have been there. Well, you know. It's the only clear goal that the army ever had. <laughs> get, get picking up the piece of that helicopter. You know, you can make jokes about that because nobody cares, right? Nobody cares about the Afghanistan papers that came out that basically outline, just like the Pentagon papers did, that uh, the administration, three administrations have known about the futility of Afghanistan and have willingly lied to the public and we've sunk you know, blood and treasure, just like back then, just like we did back then. 1965, I think it was 1965. Yeah, 1960, no, three, two, five, whatever. It's fucking 12, 12 years of war for Vietnam versus 18 years now. And we're acting like we haven't even been in war. You know, we're, we're acting like we're like ready for another one. I'm like, not, not us. <clears throat> People are not. Most of the people are just like, hey, we're dying over here, like literally in the country. We're not doing so great. And we're going around killing other people. You know, it's hard to care even about the fact that you're killing people overseas when you're struggling here. You know, like I said, it's all life is subjective, right? The lives that matter to you are your own and the ones around you and the people you care about and the people you like. You know, that's, that's it. Besides that, you can't care about every single... You can't, despite the fact that we are interconnected. Like, I believe it. I believe we're interconnected. I believe that there is a web, a, I don't know. It's like a, you know, it's not like a scientific thing. Well, maybe one day it could be scientific once we get into the quantum realm or whatever the fuck. I mean, in the quantum realm, it does say that, you know, all matter can affect other matter. I mean, that's just gravity, first of all. You don't have to be quantum. Where am I going? I'm going into the quantum realm. <laughs> <laughs> gone from Kobe's helicopter crashing into the quantum realm. Here we are, guys. Look, I'm just saying, in the quantum realm, you can be one place or another at the same time. Superposition, right? You can be in two places at once until you look, right? So until you look, 
you could be everywhere all at once until you look. So I think maybe part of the problem of us being larger than the quantum realm is that we're always looking. We're always here to observe and look. So it looks like we're frozen in position. It looks like things are discrete. It looks like that's an object, that's an object, that's an object. When in reality, they're not. They're not. They're interconnected quanta. They just exist because we perceive it. But what if we're not perceiving it? Does it exist? We don't know. We think. I mean, we have cameras, but then that in and of itself is a form of observation. We can't observe without observing, so we have no idea if things exist without being observed. This is the kind of thing that makes people go crazy, or I guess maybe people into great leaders, <laughs> great religious leaders, which I think is my new calling. Like the laughs, I think, should be secondary. Maybe primary should just be mm, fealty. No, that's more of a king type thing. I don't know. Some kind of, you know, blind religious ecstasy. Some sort of, I don't know. You know, that would be great. Just keep, just throw me your money. Just follow what I say. Who cares? You think I can heal people? It doesn't matter. God speaking through me, all of that. Give me your money. Anyway, we're all interconnected is the point. (laughs) We're all interconnected. And if everybody who's interconnected could just send me a dollar, can you imagine? I'd have uh, $7 billion, right? That's how easy it would be to become not even the richest man in the world. You would not even be the richest man in the world. You go around and give every single person in the world a dollar, right? Give your $7 billion back. Give every $7 billion, uh, everybody, all of the $7 billion on this planet, a dollar. And then what? You'd be broke, and they would all have a dollar. I don't know. <laughs> Is that socialism? I don't know what's happening anymore. I don't know. All right, listen. That's probably why socialism hasn't taken hold, right, in America, because in America we're fiercely individualistic. We're um, anti-collectivist, even though we have this giant military machine that's completely collectivist, socialist, right? That's a government thing. We have a welfare state. We have a warfare state, right? I've been listening to a lot of Ron Paul, right? The last honest man in politics. Um, Anyways. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about any of that. We don't give a fuck about the people we kill overseas. We don't give a, the, the drones. You know, we drone strike. If I get murder, then you know you have people in Las Vegas drone striking people in Yemen, and the people in Vegas, even though they're not on the ground in Yemen, they're getting fucked up. They dream in infrared. You know, they have nightmares of just hitting, watching a screen, people dying, knowing that that's death, knowing they're delivering it. And that still fucks people up. Can you imagine being on the other side, being actually on the ground as the missile hits? Can you imagine that? That's got to fuck you up too, right? There you go. There's the interconnectedness. Two people, half a world away, bound together by an act, by, by the push of a button, by the impact of a missile, right? By shrapnel flying everywhere, by the dead, right? The dead mourning. And I'm sure that's probably no different than the way Vanessa Bryant felt when she learned from TMZ about the death of her husband and daughter. I'm sure that was much like the drone strike in Yemen. That, too, was a drone strike to her heart. Kobe. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> you know, like, it just, it's a, we're all interconnected. We all feel the pain. We all feel the pain of loss, right? We all feel actual pain when bits of burning metal are flying towards us. You know, we all, we die from crashing from the sky. We all die together, right? 
So we are connected in that way, connected in our fragility, connected in our mortality, connected in our humanity. Oh my God, I should be a preacher. God damn it. I should, why would, why? Ah, maybe I should, maybe should I just do it? Should I just do it? I just know everybody, you'll know I'm bullshitting. I'll know I'm bullshitting, but will they? And perhaps maybe I can convince myself. Could I be good enough to convert even myself? Huh? Maybe I, I believe. Maybe I believe. Jesus, Jesus, take me with you. Give me your money. All right. <laughs> anyway, I just think it is interesting. I mean, look, it's not to take away anything from the death of Kobe Bryant. Very tragic, right? Anybody, anybody dying is anybody dying is tragic. Just like the random people in Yemen that we're killing, right? That's that's tragic. Syria. Where else are we? Lebanon? No, no. We're uh, Libya. Ah, yes, Libya, Iraq, Afghanistan. Yeah, Somalia. Seven countries. All told, and it's fine, right? It's fine. We uh, Kobe Bryant shot like 50 points a game. Are you kidding me? His daughter was about to be huge. You know, if Kobe Bryant died from coronavirus, I wonder if that how things, if people would be really serious about coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like right now, people are like, ah, Asians with surgical masks, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stop eating bat soup, you crazy jinx. Like that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Shane Gillis was right. That's what, no. <laughs> if anything, I think Shane Gillis needs to be um, exonerated for all his comments about Chinese food because, look, they're eating bat soup and getting people sick with this new <laughs> The China virus. Fucking coronavirus? Yeah. Coronavirus with a side of Lyme disease. How many of those jokes have you heard? That's the only thing spreading faster than the coronavirus is jokes about Lyme disease, guys. Please. Thank God Kobe died so that he could distract us from the worldwide plague that's coming. Yeah, for, look, 40 people have died. It's spreading faster than they thought. But none of those, how many of those people sunk 50 in a game, huh? How many? How many of them had two numbers retired? None. None of them. How many were accused of rape and then acquitted? Huh? Probably by false accusations, according to everybody who had beat me up. Right? Well, how about that? How about that? Cash me out. How about that? All right. Listen, I'm no, I'm no better. I'm no, I'm going to hell just like all of you. I'm a filthy American. I'm a dirty America, Satan, America, uh, American Satan, America, uh, hmm, the great Satan spawn of the great Satan, right? It's like my countrymen were murdered by the Americans bombed to smithereens. More ammunition dropped on the fucking Koreans than world war two. And you know what? I'm all in with America. <laughs> Sold out. I'm like, you know what? No, we got to go with these guys, guys. These guys, this is where it's at. They got all the shit. They got all the weapons. They got all the food. They got all the entertainment. The entertainment is top notch. Now, here's the thing. Healthcare, sure. Sure. Could there be improvement in the healthcare? Yes. Do we have a perpetual warfare state that seems to be indiscriminately murdering people and... Uh, bringing people back to this country who end up indiscriminately murdering people in the country. Sure. Is that a problem? Yeah. But do we have the finest entertainment that mankind has ever seen in the history of the planet? Baby Yoda. Are you kidding me? Baby Yoda. I'm watching Vikings. Okay. The show Vikings again. And Vikings is low budget show. Vikings is a show on the history channel. Okay. That is complete bullshit. I mean, the whole show <laughs> is not even historically accurate. It's like vaguely historically accurate in that there are Viking, there were Vikings. 
and they are trying their best to recreate the old languages. But it's all bullshit. Then they speak English. They switch and speak English to make it easier. It's and none of it's the timelines are all mashed together. They're making people brothers who aren't brothers. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. It's so good. It's good. I mean, it's not good. It's terrible. It's a bad show. It's a ridiculous, ridiculous show. But it's so great, right? You can't get that. You think you can get that anywhere else, huh? You can get that anywhere else? America. That's where you can get that. Okay. That's what we're fighting for. That's why my countrymen died from those bombs and then my family ran away and escaped and maybe they rode a boat and chopped up some people to eat them while they were on the boat because they ran out of food and then they landed here and then they fucking became doctors, okay? And that's just the story. That's the American dream. That's the story of America and that's where we're at. And honestly, if that whole boat full of people sunk, no one would care either. (laughs) I don't care. They would make a lot of jokes about, I don't know, Asian soups or something. I don't know, soups, soup, drowning Asians. I I got nothing. I got nothing about my family members dying on a refugee boat. They they came by plane, okay? They came by plane, and if that plane crashed, nobody would have cared either. Unless Kobe was on that plane, then that would be weird. How would Kobe be on that plane when... It would be before he was even born. 1978, same year as me, 41. Same, we're the same age, me and Kobe. It's about me. This whole thing is about me, guys. Episode 124, all lives don't matter except mine. Okay, all li- <laughs> Kobe lives matter. All right. Um, thank you so much for listening to the Rojan Kimcast. It's been great. Um, casting to your ears. I hope you can follow me. You know the drill. Follow me online. Follow me on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Follow me on the Facebook. Follow me everywhere. Go to RojaKim.com. Find this podcast there. Subscribe to my podcast on the iTunes or the podcast thingy, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify. Find me on there. Get me on. Get at me. Find me. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.